Hey guys, Jeff here. Just as a little heads up, this episode was recorded about a week after E3, so it features a lot of our thoughts and takes on what was announced and how much of a powerhouse Xbox actually was at E3. Um, we are going back to a normal schedule starting on the 25th of August. Sorry about the delays in podcasts. Life has been crazy for everyone, and especially me. Um... I have not had a lot of time to edit these, so I apologize for the delay, but we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming on August 25th. Love you guys. Alright, Mother Shuckers, how is everyone doing today? Welcome to another episode of Post Game Life, where we like to live life in the post game. And you know what? I'm posted out. Fucking E3 posted was exhausting. Out. I'm posted out. Yeah, That's it. it Fucking was, E3 was just... It was tiring. Man. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was not very safe with E3. Um, I was driving for work. And when the oh, Nintendo no. conference went on, I had it open, like, as I was driving on the highway. So, uh, you know, Bruh. pretty dangerous. But I was also in the middle of cow country, so there was literally no one on the road, and they don't really have a speed limit out there, so. Well, that's even more dangerous. Didn't you do that with the Pokemon Direct? Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Like, okay, wait. I do that a lot. I do that a lot more than I would like to admit. And now I'm admitting it to every single person, and it's on the internet forever, so. Welcome. Nice! Yeah, listening and like we're trying to like watch the like every um, trailer and every announcement live and like creating a document with like big announcements to be like, all right, this is what we should like focus on talking about, and, like not worry about these things. It was really tiring. I was I was posted out like, and once the it PC game bad. show started, I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> good. Like this is too much. <laughs> I couldn't even focus anymore. So. I guess it's a good thing that I didn't get a job in the video game industry because wow, I did not I did not realize that trying to be journalistic while watching these things was as tiring as it was. So oh, hun, oh, dude, okay. <laughs> like speaking of that, I I mean when I had to do the fucking when I had to watch every single match of every single thing at HRX and write down every single matchup, all the picks and bands as they were going on, most exhausting thing I've ever fucking done in my life. <laughs> and then we never even use the fucking data. I'm like, what is the point? I was so pissed. just in case, baby. Just in case. Just in case. Just in fucking case. Ridiculous. <laughs> and not only was it E3 weekend, but Ray was also playing some Ratchet and Clank. I was. He I was. platinumed the game the first day he played it. <laughs> I, I did. So he was watching E3, playing Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> all while doing all this. So. So. Um, for, for a platinum update for everyone, because I know you guys care about my trophies. <laughs> I know you do. Um, since the last time we have spoken, uh, I've platinumed the entire Mass Effect trilogy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, 12 hours after I got it. Uh, oh god. I am, on PSM Profiles, as of right now, I am the 20th fastest person to platinum the game. Twenty uh, Jesus fucking Christ! Out yeah. of the world? Out of on PSM profiles, I'm tracked, tracked. Not out of the whole world because there's people that, but all the people are on my trophy site. That yeah, 
Um, and Fall, uh, Jedi Fallen Order got the PS5 upgrade. It got shadow dropped, and it was discovered that if you transferred your save, it would auto pop the platinum. So I looked at Wally and I said, "I'm going to go do that," and then I did. So <laughs> <laughs> free fucking platinum. Why uh, not? So yeah, I've gotten five platinums since we've last talked. Oh, so, you know, Jesus just, Christ! I'm I'm all prepped up for Mass Effect talk whenever that happens now. So oh, you better believe it's going to fucking so, happen. Um, and I've just fin- I finished fucking uh, Resident Evil, so. I literally finished it after we recorded the last podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You sure did. So, we got stuff coming, baby. Um, but other than that, it was just a lot of watching a lot of trailers. And either being really excited or being like, eh. <laughs> Does this matter? Yeah, yeah. That was most of E3 for me. Yeah, a lot of people think this E3 was not good. And, um, yeah. I And, like, I definitely see it as, like, a... This was the E3 that like came back, you know, because 2020 wasn't a thing because of COVID. So mm-hmm. it really felt like this should have been the place where like the big guns got brought out. And it was definitely like the medium guns that got brought out, <laughs> not the big guns. So, but so I discovered some like insider scoop. Apparently, Jeff Keighley is a fucking asshole. Like the shit that he did for like the Summer Games Fest, like he has the biggest fucking ego. He literally worked on e3 beforehand and then decided you know what i only care about myself i'm gonna make this about me and like literally that's what summer games fest is is him just being obsessed with himself which is so fucking incredible i love that guy that's like i i honestly hated him at first but dude can you imagine having that big of a fucking ego and being like you know what elden ring you're announcing your shit at my thing (laughs) so yeah that was the big thing on thursday (laughs) um was Elden Ring finally got its release date after years of um, nothing, basically. Just, hey, look, it's a Dark Souls game with George R. R. Martin on it. That's all you get. Um, my thing, my thing, this was one of the few games that actually had a release date at the end of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not just like a release year, it was like, boom. Well, like, I guess a release year kind of kind of is something, but like... I think we talked about it last time when, like, we don't, we, like, they're getting the, the fucking habit of, like, what, what is the fucking point in announcing a game if you're not going to give us a release date? Right. And they did that a lot. They sure did. So it was, it was one of those things where, like, I've actually created my 2021, like, pre-order wish list. not saying that I'm going to pre-order all these games, but, like, the games that come out this year that I have interest in, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it actually is a pretty solid list. Um, it's... 15 games right now which like isn't horrible um but it's definitely not like none of them besides one which we'll get into a little bit later because it's the one i'm most excited for um besides that one where i'm like if i don't get this day one it's not gonna bother me you know like i'm i a lot of them i probably will get day one just because i have the money to do that but if there's ever a situation where i'm like yeah i can wait on this then it's just gonna be like i can wait on this there's no like I need this game besides one, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I figure we could just go uh, conference by conference. I pulled in a handful from everything. Um, the big ones that obviously we're going to talk about a little longer are Microsoft and Nintendo, which shouldn't surprise anyone because they're two of the big three as far as gaming is concerned. Um, we'll touch on what Sony's doing uh, in this first thing because there's some rumors and stuff, and I want to touch on it for a minute. Um, mm. 
But so first up was Summer Games Fest, as we already talked about. Jeff Keeley was hosting this thing. Um, this is where we did, in fact, get the confirmation that Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a thing. This was one mm. of the leaked things that we talked about last time. And um, watching like one of the devs talk about it, it does seem like it is a like a full blown spin off game based on Bunkers and Badasses, which is that like the best Borderlands two DLC. So like, I'm like really hyped for this. <laughs> I'm not gonna See, lie. My, <laughs> my thing with that DLC was it was good, but it was good because of like the deep seated troubles within the game. Yeah, like when she was just like, "Oh no, Roland will get here," and like Roland died. And she can't accept that. And it's like, that was the whole deep-seated... That's why that DLC stuck with so many fucking people. Is she was not able to deal with the trauma of Roland dying. like Right. And I agree with that. But it's like, I, I'm i willing to see what they do with this. Because Tiny yeah, Tina is sure. grown now. You know? So it's like, mm-hmm. what does uh, a, a, an older Tina like bring to the table as far as this kind of thing is concerned? But... The issue that stems from this is that they did not show anything about, like, gameplay-wise. And they said early 2022, which is touching on why show this if you're not going to show it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong, I am hyped for it, and I'm definitely going to try it. Um, And I'm probably going to day one it, I'm not going to lie. I've day one to pretty much every Borderlands-esque game since 2 or 3, or Mm. not 3, 3 just came out. But you know what I mean. I've gotten them all pretty early, uh, but don't don't if you don't got something to show, don't show it. And we're gonna talk about fucking what Gearbox did with their conference at this point too. But we'll get there. Um, the next one is more of a me thing. I know you guys both probably don't even give two shits about Metal Slug, um, but this is a franchise that is near and dear to my childhood, um, and they're making a tactics RPG based on it. Uh, so like. I don't know. I was like, that's so out of left field, but I'm here for it. But again, no release date. It's just TBA. So um, just want to throw that out there for any Metal Slug fans listening. You know, I'm one of you. Well, have you ever fucking heard of Metal Slug? I, I was about to say, like, I you guys never heard of Metal like, Slug? Kind of, really? What? I'm looking it up on Steam right now, and I, I've never heard of. You've it never heard yeah. of what Metal Slug? Of, what is Holy it? Shit. Like you literally, it, it is literally just you. <laughs> it's a side-scrolling action platformer. It's so fun. Well, like Contra? Kinda. Like, not as hard as Contra, but still pretty difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the whole premise is, like, you're going through and you're, like, saving these, uh, like, prisoners of POWs, prisoners of war, and, like, you're, like, releasing them stuff, and you have to, like, fight these big, like, vehicle bosses, like, tanks and choppers and stuff like that. And it's, like, it's, it's, there's nothing grand, like, I mean, I shouldn't say grandiose, but it's, like, it's just one of those, like, fun games, you know? Like, where you just turn it on to kill the time kind of thing. Like, it looks yeah. kind of anime-ish. The, that's how they, like, stylize the trailers and stuff, but the gameplay is not anime-ish at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of, it's similar, it's like a 90s version of Contra. I think Contra's 80s, right? Mm. So yeah, it's more like a late 90s, early 2000s version of Contra. Um, I played it on the Game Boy a lot. So, like, oh, that's okay. where my memories are for it, so that should kind of speak to the kind of game it is. <laughs> so, um, I, like, Highly recommend you guys try it though. If you find it cheap, they like port it over. A they probably have it on the Switch. Like, I'd imagine probably like if you find it cheap anywhere, it's a high recommend for me just to try it out. Mm. Like that's one of those games where like because you know how I have all my trophies and stuff. That game is has a fucking difficult platinum because it's got ported over the PlayStation. 
I didn't care. I bought it anyway because I was like, no, this game's super fun. So, like, take from that what you will. <laughs> um, next up is Death Stranding Director's Cut. It's a PS5 upgrade. Um, the only reason I put this in here, because I, I haven't even touched Death Stranding on the PS4 yet, um, and I know that you two don't probably care about it because it's basically just a FedEx delivery sim. Um, but the reason I put this on here, because this is what I wanted to touch on, um, Kojima said that he'll have more information on it in a few weeks, and everyone thinks that Sony's going to do a big event like soon after the E3 dust settles, so that way mm-hmm. they're the only ones in the spotlight. So last year, June 11th of last year, they did this like PS5 reveal event where they showed off... Um, I think, like, 20 trailers for games that were going to be released on the PS5. And I actually, separate from what I set up for this, I actually went through and I actually, um, like, graded it on how many of those games have actually come out within that year. And it's, like, half and half. So, like, half of those games have come out already. So, Mm. I'm like, I think it's due for them to put out another one where it is, you know, some of these games are coming out from the next year and then some of them are, like, the future of you know ps5 or whatever plus again there's a lot of rumors circulating that because they don't attend e3 anymore um like they got to do something soon to like show off their stuff so that's the only reason i put that there just keep an eye out for that and obviously if there's ever if there is a big playstation thing then i'm gonna be talking about it like crazy so yeah and i I heard that it was like an incredibly i mean of course it's an incredibly boring fucking game but like they did a really good job with the trailers like they are really fucking good with their trailers yeah Yeah. fucking gorgeous so and then like i said the main event that everyone like not saying us specifically but you know us three are not the entire gaming community as a whole um so the majority of people when elden ring got its release date of january 22nd 2022 Everyone flipped their lid because they were like, this is coming out in like six or seven months, seven months. Yeah. I can't believe it's finally real. It's finally happening. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it's a Souls game. <laughs> are you guys it's excited for Elden Ring? Wally? It's a Souls game. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try it, I think. You're going to try it out? Did you watch the trailer I for it? So. I have not. Okay. but It literally looks just as buggy as all the other Dark Souls in the trailer. That's like, the yep. fun. That's the fun. It's it's a feature. <laughs> it's a feature. Um, it's not because we don't know how to develop games properly. It's because it's a feature. Yeah. I will try it probably like a year or two after it's out when I can get it for like 20 yeah. bucks. Because I, I'll for sure play it. Yeah. I definitely do not care enough about this game to buy it full price. <laughs> I'm just going to be thing, honest. Is they they've have been improving their, their formulas over the years. Like, yeah. As long as it, like, Dark Souls 1 isn't, like, compared to Sekiro, or compared to fucking Bloodborne, like, they definitely did a good job of improving their games over time, but... Mm-hmm. So, well, I like, my, my personal, from what I've played, because I've not played Sekiro or, like, Nio, um, but, um, and I've heard Nioh's more, like, Ninja Gaiden, like, not Souls-like, but I don't know. But my favorite that I've played is Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne, I think, is the best one, from the brief snippets I've played. Um, and, like, I don't know. Elden Ring, like, I was like, okay, this looks kind of okay, I guess. But, like, I don't know. It wasn't something that, but it's not for me, you know? So I can't pretend yeah. like it is for me or anything like that. So that was Summer Games Fest. Then we go into the actual bulk of E3 itself and the official oh, but conferences. Ray. What? Oh, but Ray, you know what you don't have here? What's that? The, uh, the indie dev game conference that happened before Ubisoft. Oh, I know, because I didn't There was it, a huge... So. <laughs> yeah, there was a huge thing that, like... So, basically, 
six fucking Pokemon snaps, three like two mail carrier games. Oh like, yeah, it was the donkey all... video. I watched the donkey oh, video. No, yeah, but no, I, I watched it because like I was watching him stream it. <laughs> yeah, and I watched all these trailers, and I'm like, I even told Kim like what I was after like while we were watching, I'm like, yo, these are all the same fucking game. <laughs> I'm like every indie game is the same and fucking game. I do want to press the pause button on that though because we're gonna talk about something else specifically. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Um, so we're at Ubisoft now, and again, I only have a couple things here because honestly, I'm gonna be real. I'm a big fan of Ubisoft games. We talked about this, but once you know Ubisoft, you know what you're getting. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. you don't really need to expect much. So I pulled in. The few things that I was like, this is a little different um, for us to talk about. Because one, I don't know if anyone watched the pre-shows or not, but I did. And Ubisoft's pre-show was literally just like a cycle of Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, and the crew just slowly moving towards the conference for an hour. Like, <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, you're, you're shitting me. Like, what is this? <laughs> um... So then the it actually started, um, the conference did, uh, and again, not my thing, but I know a big thing that people wanted to see was Rainbow Six Extraction, which was Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is a, like, co-op, uh, like, zombie shooter, basically, as Siege. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um. I like that. Uh, so I just put that in there, because again, that's not, like, for me or anything. I watched the gameplay, I was like, eh, you know. I, I I know that people like their co-op games. As I get older, I'm more and more like, stay away from me. I don't want to play games with anyone. <laughs> but, um, again, I, I've also seen it being very divisive amongst Siege fans. Because apparently Extraction, like what they're doing was like a special timed event or something in Siege for a little while. Um, and they made it a full game or something. And now people are mad that that's what they did. I don't know. Uh, I'm not part of that community. This is just from what I'm seeing from other people. So uh, they didn't give a release date, but then the Amazon pre-orders went up. I forgot to write the date down, but it's sometime this year. I think it's like September something or October or something like that. Uh, The big one that I thought was interesting uh, for something that I'm not going to do is they brought back Rocksmith. It's called Rocksmith Plus, and they brought it back as a subscription service instead of an actual game where you can like do it from your phone and stuff like on, on the computer, on the phone, on which for the uninitiated, I'm sorry. I just assumed everyone knew what Rocksmith was. Rocksmith was a game that you had to have an actual guitar to play like a real, not a rock band guitar, like a real guitar. And it taught you how to play the guitar. It's oh, hold on. They're charging people for guitar lessons now. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what, that's basically what it is. is. Yeah. It's Rocksmith plus as a subscription services. <laughs> it, is basically a, a a guitar lesson simulator, yes. Can they just go to YouTube for that? <laughs> That's exactly what Dan said when he watched and the, it. <laughs> and this is a fuck this is a fucking video game. And it's I think uh, the subscription is a hundred bucks a year, I think. Holy <laughs> god. So now they have a huge Hold catalog. On, let me let stuff. me do the math, because when I do private lessons it's fifteen dollars a week, so Oh yeah, but, but that's Oh, uh, yeah, that's significantly more. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's way more. Um, so, I, again, some I'm not going to do, but I'm sure there's someone that can benefit from that. You know? Now, yeah, someone yeah. who doesn't have access to YouTube and 
Well, so my thing, my only thing with that to like argue against using the YouTube or whatever is it's it's set up like Guitar Hero is, where you're actually like playing through stuff, and like you can actually real time see what you're doing right now. Oh, okay, okay. You know, so it's like there is some benefit to it, but that's cool. But I feel like there's apps that already exist that do that's yeah. That's what I was gonna say is like there's probably other apps that do that as well. Again, though, at least they're trying something different, because when I went into Ubisoft, I did not expect that to happen. So... <laughs> I feel like Rocksmith came at the end of fucking, like, rock... Like, the, the, it did. the video it games. Did. Like, that era. They came in at the end of it, and it's like, be- the reason it ended was because of the fucking lag and how mm-hmm. technology advanced. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they doing? So, I don't know. It'll remain to be seen whether or not it is successful or not, but I'm not holding my breath. Now, something that I will be doing that I am interested in that is a little different is that they revealed that in the Far Cry 6 season pass, which I have my own gripes about revealing a season pass before the game is even out, but like... Yeah, it's very bold. Putting that aside, the fact that the season pass of Far Cry 6 is actually letting you play as the villains of 3, 4, and 5 is really cool. I like that. Like, you get to play as Far Cry and Joseph is like, hmm. And they're like, Far Cry had the best fucking villains. They, they do, yeah. Far oh Cry my God. has great villains. Um, and, like, I just, watching the trailer, I, I thought they were making, like, a standalone Voss game at first, because it started with him, because 3 is the oldest game in this chunk, you know? Mm. Um, and I was like, man, I would love that, where you just give me a fucking game, like, a full game where I'm playing as Voss, because Voss was like, hmm. You know, he's up there. I really like the fourth one. Uh, the guy from the fourth Peg one. Peg him in. Yeah, oh, he's I'm great, too. Yeah. He's great, too. And Joseph is... Uh, I'm a big fan in fiction of, like, the cult thing, you know? Especially mm-hmm. when it's, like... You know, we we I think we all have some level of religious background to our upbringing. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it kind of hits home a little bit in places. <laughs> Which um, one was Gustavo Fring? He is six. That's in the new one. Yeah, he's, he's not... Okay. He hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so that was cool. I'm excited for that. Again, not excited that they're like, this is what the season pass has. Like, you shouldn't know what the season pass is going to be before the game comes out. But, or if you do know, you shouldn't tell us that you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like at least pretend like you're working on something after the game comes out. I don't know. Um, and then they closed the show. Wally and I actually have a brief discussion on this privately <laughs> because we live together. Um, they closed the show with the reveal of an Avatar game. Uh, sponsored by Disney. Sponsored by Disney, Wally. I don't give a fuck! By Avatar, I mean the blue people. <laughs> the only good thing, the only good thing that I've read about this game is that Disney liked it. And they're asking for an open world Star Wars game. Oh. Based off of the, the creators of oh. this Avatar game. Okay. That is it. The only good thing about this game is a future game that might come from it. Hey, that's pretty fun. Hey, listen. Sometimes you gotta wade in the shit, (laughs) alright? So... (laughs) (laughs) Find a truffle in the shit someday. Uh, Fuck it. But yeah, that... I'll be honest, though. Like, kind of look... Kind of look good. And that's why Disney wants the Star Wars thing. It does look pretty. I will give it. It looks good. It's fucking pretty. Like, Like, okay... We can shit on uh, like Battlefront Two as much as we want, but that game—I mean, Wally and I yes. had a lot of fun playing it. But it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, like holy it shit, really it's is. gorgeous. Yeah, whoever does those games like does such a good job. 
Um, but that's EA, so never mind. But like, I take it back. Putting aside like gorgeous visuals and stuff like that, are any of us looking forward to this game? No. <laughs> like, you know I will be the one. Like, that's that was at the top of my list. Was it really? Out. <laughs> because there is an Avatar world in Disney, and if they didn't come out with a game or another movie, which they're they're actually making a trilogy of, they're making five. They're making five. They're making five. Yes, Fuck! Five. I, I was wrong. They have Never release mind. dates for them all too. Yeah, but he has a release. W- he has a release window for all of them. Not a the date. gimmick has is crumbled. I am no longer excited about this. <laughs> fucking why? Who asked for it? Yeah, James Cameron. We've had Avatar games. James Cameron you know, put out that he like he is so confident in this franchise that he has five films all with release years already set in stone. Uh, yeah. You know why he's confident? Because he's James Cameron. Because he has Disney money behind him. Yeah, that's fair. He's con- he's, he, also, he has a false sense of confidence because the only reason why the first one did good is because it was the first type of 3D that came out with like, gonna, the most modern 3D and everybody went there high and they enjoyed it. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not false confidence. He did make two of the highest grossing films of all time. Titanic for one. Titanic and sucked. I, and, and Avatar only because of the 3D effect and because but, people went there high. If I made two of the highest grossing films of all time, it would I would have a little ego. bit. Yeah. I would have a little bit of an ego too. Like to do it <laughs> once is pretty big, but to do it fucking twice. I, st- I okay, like we can hate on Avatar we want. Me personally, I still don't get how Titanic was as big as it was. Oh, it was huge. I, I know I know it was huge. I'm aware up. it was huge. Like I I know It was like the only movie made about that fucking big traumatic event. But like my thing, okay. I don't need to get on the soapbox in a video game podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> long story short, everyone, an Avatar game is coming out. We have opinions about the director of the Avatar movies, apparently. Um, <laughs> but let's not get into that <laughs> because why talk about movies while right, we're trying to talk guys. about? I'm forcing, games. I'm dragging you guys to do a side quest. We're talking about fucking James. Cameron. Okay, we can oh, do a side God. quest about right. James Cameron. Avatar. <laughs> Cause I got some all Avatar podcast, motherfucker. I'm getting the blue paint right now. <laughs> I got some strong feelings about Titanic. All right, and I would love to express them. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna make this next one really fast because we talked about the um, blooming of like smaller devs having conferences, and literally none of them showed up. <laughs> like Gearbox. <laughs> Just showed the same exact trailer in that Summer Games Fest showed for Tiny Things Wonderland. Like, literally the same exact one. They didn't show anything else new about it. They went around the movie studio for the Borderlands movie, but didn't show us anything. They blocked out everyone that like had costumes or anything like that. So like, what? What, what the hell was the point of that? Like, they literally showed nothing. Um, I could literally say I'm on a movie set and I'm just in Hollywood. Like. Like, that's, like, the extent of what the fuck they're that, serious? Speaking of, like, egos in gaming, that was Randy Pitchford that was, like, walking around thinking that was a good idea. So, like, you know, another dude with a, a pretty big ego in the gaming industry. <laughs> so, um, Koch, yeah. uh, which, again, who was that again? Um, the people that made, like, Saints Row and stuff like that, they literally just did a, oh, yeah, there's a new game in the Painkiller franchise coming out, and, like, this is how we develop games. Like, like What's no one watches. Killer? Listen, listen, listen. 
So they came in, no one knew who the fuck they were, they left, and people still don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, so my thing with that was like, and, and this actually goes into take two as well, because they did like, a, a they literally did a panel of just talking about like representation in gaming, which is an important conversation to have, don't get me exactly. wrong, it's extremely important, but when people come to E3 and watch E3, they are expecting trailer, 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 release date, release date, trailer, release date. They don't want the behind the scenes. Yeah, there's a different place for panels. Like, like when you go to a convention, the thing that's being streamed is the thing that everyone's watching online. Like the big games, you're not going in. If you're going to the event, then you're in it for the panels. But. Right. And it's like, especially with Take-Two, like when you have big hitters like Take-Two is involved with Grand Theft Auto. Take-Two is involved with the new Bioshock game that's coming out. Like, they have big things that they could be showing off or being like, yeah, that's happening. Like, here's where we think it's going to happen. Give me GTA 6. Like, but it was uh, just a panel. Like, uh, an important panel. Don't get me wrong. And I'm, I'm assuming the people that approved it were like, well, it's an important panel. Let's put it on the most, the biggest gaming show of the year or whatever. But, like... When someone logs in and they see just a panel, it's a really quick logout to be like, well, I'm not getting any trailers, you know, mm. like, um, and then Warner Brothers, they flat out said ahead of time after we recorded that, of course, you know, that they um, were just showing off Back for Blood, which at least they were upfront about it again after we recorded. So all of our, you know, theories or whatever. So no Hogwarts stuff, no like Lego stuff or anything like that unfortunately but they shot off back for blood which is literally just left for dead 3 just not called that so it also wasn't the only left for dead shown that okay this uh, thank you for reminding me there this is three not left for dead clones. this is not what i this is why i paused the indie thing because what is up with the four-player co-op zombie shooter coming back in like the fucking biggest way right now like who fucking asked how for many zombies? how many do we need like and I'm going to like contradict myself a little bit at, in the Xbox talk because of a different game that came out. Um, but, like, can, can we agree, all three of us, zombies are a little overdone. A little? But I'm trying oh, to be nice. Been... I'm trying to be nice, all right? Yeah. No, I'm fucking sick of zombies. Please <laughs> like... get the fucking zombies out of my life. Please. I mean, the number one zombie show, Walking Dead, is even ending. I think we've had enough with zombies. I forgot The Walking Dead's even, like, airing still. I, for, I thought it already ended. I thought it did, too. <laughs> Wait, did it end already? I, I thought it did. I don't know what ended. I don't know. Wait, we what? don't watch it. <laughs> so I tr- yeah, None of us care about it. <laughs> Which should be pretty telling, right? Um, I'll be honest with you. The fucking... Back for... The Telltale one was really the, good. No, the, the Telltale one was dead. fucking awesome. Like, But that was, what, ten years ago? Yeah, and I will... it'll end. Oh my god, that's so long. And I will give it up for Back for Blood specifically because this is literally the creators of Left for Dead. Like, this they, this is literally just them being like, well, we can't call it Left for Dead because Valve owns that. But this is literally just Left for Dead. And like, whether or not it's overdone or not, I'm always here for an original creator being like, no, we're going to give you an updated version of something that we created. Just we get to own it now. You know? Wally, other than Half-Life Alex, what is the last thing that Valve has put out? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, because was it Left 4 Dead 2? Because Left 4 Dead 2 was like 2011, 2011 2012, or 2012, I think. Yeah, because I'm like, well, after like they, they don't put out games, speaking, and like 
they have all these well portal 2 was was it after left 4 dead 2 portal 2 was, was 2011 but it's like why why would valve not side with the developers and go okay we'll make a left 4 dead 3 artifact was that an arc ripoff it's a digital collectible card game developed and published by valve oh, it it's a hearthstone on... game yeah Oh, okay. They also came I think out I remember them announcing that. Well, speaking Have of yeah. Valve for for a brief second, because I didn't put anything about the PC gaming show on here. Sorry, Wally. Um, oh, you're good. But fucking Gabe Newell himself showed up as a cameo appearance, mm-hmm. and everyone like they kept making Half Life three jokes throughout the whole thing, like, and of course, naturally, when Gabe showed up after they had made all these jokes. It set the internet ablaze, or Twitter ablaze, I should say, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, is it blah 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 blah?" And of course, it's not happening. It's never going to happen. No. But like, yeah, it, it was enough, you know, where it was like, "What's Valve doing?" You know, like, "What's happening?" Um, and naturally, me being me, I still gave in a little bit, and I was like, "Does this mean a Portal Three might happen?" Because that's the three I want. I want a Portal mm-hmm. Three so bad. That'd be um, fun. But uh, naturally, nothing happened. He was just there to like talk about pc for a second and then just bounce but i just wanted to like say that <laughs> that happened yeah it was, <laughs> like it was not exciting <laughs> um other than that the pc game show was literally just again just a bunch of trailers some that we had seen some that we hadn't some that like pc only exclusive whatever naturally there's some uh, there were some pretty cool games there were yeah there's, there a, were, there's a couple more there were some really cool games um, i just age of empires 4 Okay, yeah. I'm excited for the the life. I don't know if you already said this, but the Life is Strange remastered and the uh, sequel. We're gonna get into that in the Squeenix one. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a Squeenix one. So what else do I got here? There's one other. Oh, there's one other thing. It's let me scroll to it. It's called Brewmaster. They have come out with a beer brewing simulator. Oh my fuck. <laughs> no, all, all these people driving trucks for truck sim. Now you can be- brew some beer. Oh, by the way, there's like four different soup games. <laughs> there were like soup. four different soup games. <laughs> One of them was called Raw Men, and I just I thought that was really funny. Like <laughs> because here's my thing. Oh, this oversaturation of fucking games in the indie. Like when I was watching them, and I'm like, I'm thinking about like, okay, there's all these same types of games. I'm basically gonna pick the one that looks the best looks like the best that's how of, it is yeah. out of like the four and that sucks because as a game developer you want everyone to try your product and unfortunately there's just better game developers like that will make a game that might be a little bit more interesting than you are visually captivating because at that point i feel like let's be honest an indie developer conference like that is very much like tinder or like one of those things where it's the eye candy it's the whatever mm. looks the best mm-hmm. that's what i'm gonna go so for. what are you swiping and right and left on yep yeah yeah it's an oversaturation of the same exact game you're gonna look at what's what and it's it's one of and those it's things unfair to developers it is it is because it's like one of those things where it's like when you're an indie dev and you don't have the funds right that triple a's get like you mm-hmm. have to be like how can we make this simple enough for us to make but enjoyable and different enough for other people to enjoy and naturally, when you have to do that, you have to pick and choose, like, okay, well, what's in right now? You know, like, what's the thing that people are looking forward to playing right now? Yeah. And, like, so that's what happens. Like, um, for example, right now in the AAA scene, not even in the indie scene, AAA is starting to get really inundated with Viking and Norse stuff. And it's because of the success of the Vikings TV show. Like, I was, I was watching, yeah. I was reading a dev interview 
where because the next God of War, I mean, the current God of War like series is in Norse mythology now, and with Valhalla coming out in Assassin's Creed, someone interviewed one of the devs on one of those teams and was like, "Hey, like." That's happening. That's happening. There's that. Um, you were playing it recently, Wally, right? Where it was uh, like Valheim. A, Valheim, yeah. Valheim, Valheim. Yeah, was, that's what I was thinking. That was that was a thing. Like, what's going on with all the Norse stuff? And they were like, "Well, like Vikings was like really big, and like it seemed like everyone wanted some Norse stuff. So a lot of people just like tribes of Midgard, which like I didn't put on any of my notes because I don't give a shit about it. But like again, yep. it, that's just how it is, and that's the same thought process that indies have to have, just on a smaller scale. So and like, the worst part about being an indie developer like that is that you get drowned. The only way to, yeah, the only way to get your name out there as a small company is that anything is this event is mm-hmm. this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you don't know who what's going to be there, who's right. going to be there, who's selling your shit. So you're just like hoping. You're like, oh man, it's going to be great. I can't wait to finally get the word out and people are going to be able to see this. And then you just get four of the same type. Right. Of and so it's like oh. it's really like luck of the draw and like where you are in the presentation. Like if you're the first soup game. Like, okay, cool. You're like, yeah, look, look, I'm different. You know? Like, look at my soup game. But then the second soup game comes. I'm like, alright, I got a little bit of competition. Alright, that's fine. You know? It's healthy. Have a little bit of competition. Third soup game comes on. It's like, okay, hold on. Why is everyone making soup games? And then the fourth soup game comes on. You're like, shit, did I make a mistake approving the soup game? (laughs) Like, because how are we going to stand out? And then you're getting angry. The viewer is like, oh my god, the fourth fucking suit game. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Yep. And it's like, what they the fuck tune is it out or they remember it because they're angry at it. Yep. And then that's the one they buy. Yep. So it's it's unfortunate. Like, my favorite indie game of all time, of all time, is a platform. Among Us. Is a platformer about talking rectangles. Or sentient rectangles, I should say. They're not talking. Like, no one. Was it Thomas Was Alone? Yep. That's my favorite. That That's my favorite indie game of all time. Thomas was alone is such a good game because witness. That's me. Because I'll tell you, you're not gonna find another platformer with sentient rectangles with a British narrator making you feel something for these rectangles. Like <laughs> you're just not. Wally, have you played Thomas was alone? I have not. You should. It's a mobile game. It's very good. It's it's like on it's on it computer too. It's on console. But yeah. Like, you should definitely play it. It's really short if, you know, you can puzzle solve. And I think you can. So, <laughs> it's not even like puzzle puzzles. They're like platforming puzzles. So it's not that hard. But nice. it's my favorite indie game of all time. And it stands out. For, uh, uh, another indie game that I fucking love to death, Guacamelee. And mm. that one is pretty... So it's a Metroidvania. Like, but it has character to it, you know? So... That's where indies kind of struggle, I think. That's where Hollow the Knight was, a, was another indie game, wasn't it? Yeah, Hollow Knight, yeah. Which, I'll, yeah, that's a very been, fucking really popular like game, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's our indie talk. Apparently we have a lot of feelings about indies, too. <laughs> Look, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect that. Um, so, so next up, I just want to say, I want to start this conversation by saying, Your boy fucking called it, okay? Who oh, said? Boy. Who oh, said? Boy. Who said? Microsoft, to be successful, needs to invest in exclusives. And you know what they did? They said, exclusive, 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 exclusive. And I said, holy shit. They gave me a reason to buy their console. Yeah, yeah, they did. Boom. They really fucking did. I'm so angry at them. <laughs> like, boom. So first off, they start strong. Well, I don't think they started strong. But it's what everyone, <laughs> it's what everyone else wants. Again, I'm not everyone. Um... Because this this falls into two categories of shit that we've already discussed a little bit. 
they started with Starfield, which is for the people that don't know, um, like Bethesda's new i first new IP in like however many years, like twenty years or something. They said, "Isn't um, that the the one that they claim there's like kind of like an outer space Skyrim?" Yeah, yeah, it's a space. Skyrim Fallout. Someone said it was like a Han Solo simulator. One of the yeah, devs. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, so, okay, yep. You got um, me. <laughs> but two things. One, they did give a release date of eleven twenty two twenty two. That's bold. Guess so, what it comes out on Xbox and PC. And PC. And PC. <laughs> um, it is exclusive to Xbox and PC, so PlayStation will not be getting it. Um, my thing is that they were bold and gave a release date, but showed no gameplay. They showed nothing. <laughs> like, it was just a, it was a tight little CGI trailer that had the release date. Like, it was it was a well done. It was a well done CGI trailer. But, like, they didn't show anything. And it's like, if the game is to come out in, like, what, a year and five months? That's not a lot of time left. You should have something. <laughs> you know? Like... Mm-hmm. If, it, if it is as big as a Skyrim or a Fallout or something like that, you have to be pretty far into the development cycle at that point, you know, if you expect to have it out next fall. But, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Again, it's not a game for me, necessarily. But if it is like a Han Solo simulator and they fucking catch me with that gameplay, then oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going to get that one. Oof. There is a game, and I'll get into it when we get to it, because you probably you guys don't know. But there is a game that they revealed that was like, yep, I need an Xbox. So, but we'll get there. Um, next up, they showed Contraband. Again, just a CGI trailer. The only reason I put this in here was that um, Avalanche Studios is making it, which are the people that made Just Cause. Which, Just Cause is just a really fun kill some time game. Which, those games are important, you know. Where you don't necessarily have to think. Where you can just go around blowing stuff up and having fun. Um, it is an Xbox console exclusive. So again... They start out exclusive and exclusive, and I was like, oh shit, like, they're they're coming in. Um, and I'll have you know, I, obviously I didn't list all of them because we're trying to go through all of E3 in one episode, so yeah. they showed 30 trailers, 27 of those games they showed are going to be on Game Pass on day one. That's okay, huge. yeah, I wanted to get into that once we finished, but holy shit, like, I also noticed that, like, yeah, they said, like, some of the six biggest games coming out this year... Like, the next six months are day one. I'm like, holy yep. fucking shit. Yep. That's insane. So they're, like, they're really pushing the Game Pass thing, which, like, is good. Because if they want people to invest into their ecosystem and their product, they need to give reasons. Because, again, Xbox One sucked. <laughs> like, let's just yeah. put it how it is. It was a bad console. And it was doubled down by bad management at the front. And, it, like, it soured the whole generation. Because the dude at the front was, like... Well, if you want to play old games, just play your 360. And, like, things like that. Or, like, you can't borrow games, blah, blah, blah. Like, those things happen, and it soured the entire generation for that Xbox. Mm -hmm. Which, like, it sucks, because the 360 was awesome. You know? Like, so Xbox clearly has stuff that they can do. And I'm glad to see that now that they're under the leadership at the start of Phil Spencer, a dude that very clearly cares a shit ton about Xbox, Mm -hmm. they're making it happen. You know, and this is coming from a Sony dude. I'm just saying, they're making it happen. Made me happy. The fucking power plays, baby. Made me happy. So next up, I thought this was just really fun. This is actually out next week. Is Jack Sparrow and Sea of Thieves are having a crossover? Woo! 
Is it just full on Pirates of the Caribbean, or is it just Johnny Depp? I th- no, um, uh, uh, Davy Jones is in it too. No shit. Like it's like a whole like story expansion thing. Like that's awesome. And like that makes me. I might. I might want to actually get Sea of Thieves. I'm saying I might. I might download Sea of Thieves. Like Game Pass, baby. Free on Game Pass. Let's say. Oh, way to go, Xbox. And that's this is what I'm saying, right? Because Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass, and me and Wally, who like, we're like, yeah, whatever. It's like we see the Jack Sparrow stuff. We're like, okay, hold on. Like maybe we'll try it out. You know, and I know that Jeff. I know you and Dan played it for a little bit, and you guys had fun. So like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like we get a four player we get a four player fucking crew together. That's exactly like that shit'll be fuego. And it's just, is a PC crossover with um everything else? We would we would play it all on PC, I think. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So um and I actually saw an article. There's another Disney crossover with something else that I don't remember, honestly. Um I'm not super prepared for anything ever. But like Kingdom Hearts Four. They uh Disney said no. that um Apparently, Disney said that they actually want to do more things like this, where they let devs just do what they want to do with their properties, instead of being so ham-fisted about, like, needing to be in control of everything. That's awesome. Mm. So, like, I, like that. I was like, okay, like, what is happening? You know, like, like this is, I, I'm here for it, but it's weird, right? You know, I, I think that has something to do with them acquiring all these other properties, like like Marvel and Star Wars and uh, stuff. Probably, before, where they're like... Where they're like, well, like, we can't keep track of all the shit anymore. <laughs> right. Well, that's not like just the exact track, opposite of. But like, like go on, what like, like before, like they didn't want to rupture their image. Yeah. Like they didn't want people like thinking Disney blood and gore and stuff. But like now we got Star Wars and Marvel and stuff, and it's fighting and attacking, and now they don't need to like watch out mm. for that as much because people are taking that in really well. That Marvel is Disney. Star Wars it's also Disney. the exact opposite of what they did at the beginning of acquiring Star Wars because that was their first big acquire. Yeah, and they fuck it. They were like, everything is non-canon. Fuck anything yep. you guys read. We want full control over the canon. Now they're like, nah, just write a book, dude. Yep. <laughs> just write a book. Yeah. So again, um, I don't remember what the other thing was. I don't feel like looking it up because again, we have a lot of stuff to go through still. So um, <laughs> and your favorite, I, I see your favorite. Is it? No, this is not my favorite. This is not. Oh no, one. your favorite is still to come. Oh yeah, it is. I, do you know what my favorite? Would, okay, well, mm-hmm. I guess we'll, we'll guess. We'll guess when we get. Yeah, it's party. It's, it's the one. Don't don't say it yet. <laughs> oh. Okay, no, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, so next up is a really, really, really big one, and Psychonauts Two finally got a release date. Um, I have been meaning to go play Psychonauts 1 for the longest time, and I'm finally going to go do it now that the sequel has an official release date. Um, Again, this is a game, like, Psychonauts 1 is a cult classic, like, that I missed out on. Um, And everyone loves it, that plays it, and, like, Psychonauts 2 got crowdfunded, if, for those that don't know, it got crowdfunded, and then Double Fine, the studio that made it, after they got funded for it, got bought by Microsoft. So one of the biggest things that everyone was concerned about for the longest time was, shit, is Psychonauts 2 going to be exclusive now after it got crowdfunded for these platforms it was promised on? And they came out and said that, like, no, 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 we, like, we have contractual obligations. You gave us your money. We have to still make it on the PS4 and everything like that. But still, mm-hmm. there was that lingering doubt, like, well, what if, like, Microsoft just paid that out or whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. They didn't. Psychonauts 2 is still coming to PS4, baby, even though Double Fine is owned by Microsoft. And I'm so excited. 
because Let's go. it looks so good. And I'm like, okay, it's time. I'm finally, I've been looking at it all day. I'm like, I'm going to finally go play Psychonauts 1 because this comes out August 25th of this year. This comes out in two months. Damn. Um, that's fucking wild. It's so, so Also, that's exciting. completely unheard of for a game developing company to be like, you know what? We're not going to completely fuck you over even though you gave us all your money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Way to go, Double Fine. So, a lot of respect for that. So I'm like, um, it, it hyped me up so much despite never playing the first one. <laughs> so it's on my, like, I, it jumped up on my backlog list, like, priority. It's like numero, at least dos. Like, it might be uno, but it might be dos. I don't know. It's up there, though. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i just wanted to get a little bit of hype out of there for for anyone that was concerned psychonauts 2 is still coming to every platform it was promised on i don't remember all of them at this point but all that matters is playstation is on that list so we're good <laughs> um <laughs> next up something i don't give a shit about but i figured i'd say it is fallout 76 is getting a dlc in 2022 where you are going to the pit and apparently that is pittsburgh and it was a fallout 4 dlc so I was like, okay, well, I'm sure someone cares about Fallout. Yo, Pittsburgh, that's trash. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that out there. Again, I don't care. I, Jeff, you didn't touch Fallout 76, right? I Actually, I did. You I did? I played okay. it for a lot of hours when it first came out, and then I was like, nah. I spent, I probably put seven hours in it. Okay, that's, I mean, that's a, that's like crazy, a, a day. Not a day, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was just like... And then I couldn't continue playing. I was just like, yeah, no, fuck this shit. Okay. It's just the same shit. It was it became the same shit over and over again. And then they announced, oh hey, now we have in please. And I'm like, okay, well it's too late. <laughs> you promised that at the beginning and then just decided. Yeah, to like Fallout the Fallout seventy six announcement was like the biggest I don't understand what you guys are excited for I've ever had. Because like they flat out when they announced it, like the day they were like you can have up to 12 friends here and there's nothing else. And I was like, that sounds horrifyingly boring. <laughs> and like, like it got really one of our good so friends, boring. Travis, he's like, that's so exciting. And I'm like, how? Like, they're flat out saying it's a barren wasteland with nothing. You can have three other friends with you. And then there's like two other clans of four that can fuck you over. How is that fun? If there's only 12 you know, people, so bad. And nothing else to do. Like, you know what's so bad? I was so excited because I was like, oh, we're due for a Fallout when I was thinking about the Bethesda conference and I completely forgot. You forgot 76? 76. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess that was the most recent Bethesda release of Fallout. It Never was. mind. Whoops. Um, I actually, the next one I added while we were talking because I forgot that this happened and it's something that I'm excited for, kind of. Um, Vampire the Masquerade apparently has like three or four different games coming out <laughs> um and the, the one called swan song is like a story based one which like it just the trailer just go look it up go watch it it just looks really cool and it looks like my kind of game that's all i'm gonna say about that apparently they're also making a battle royale game called blood hunt in the vampire the masquerade and they're still making bloodlines too i don't know what the hell's battle going on royale. with that property they're making a new battle royale called a vampire the masquerade blood hunt yeah that was actually revealed during Summer Games Fest. I just forgot to put it up there because I didn't think about it. Um, so that's all I'm saying about that. Apparently Vampire the Masquerade is like, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. So that can be either really cool or really bad. Who knows? Um, next up, 
This is not the game that I'm saying was like my most excited. It was one of my most excited. That's the reason I put it here because it is an indie game. Wait, is it actually? I was making a joke. No, it, I was like, "What the it's fuck not, is this?" This is not the game that um, when I said that like there is a game that they came out with, that I was like, "I need an Xbox." This is not this. Like, okay. don't no no. I'm not getting an Xbox for this game. Um, so he's lying. He's lying. It's, it's called Party Animals. <laughs> he's getting it exclusively now, for that. Now. Is a console. I mean, that's why I got the PS. It is a console launch exclusive, so it'll probably come to the PlayStation eventually. I can wait for that. Now, the reason I put this on here is because okay. my favorite party game of all time is Gang Beasts, and Party Animals is literally just Gang Beasts, except you're different kinds of animals and you have weapons. Everything else is okay. the same. Where, like, you grab people, you climb on stuff, like, everything else. It's all the Jellyman physics. It's all the same. It's just, you, they added weapons and your animals instead of Jellyman. Like. I can get behind this. I can get behind that this. That sounds. Maybe not buying an Xbox for it? Well, yeah, I'm not going to. Because it's not, it's not going <laughs> to stay exclusive. It's a launch exclusive. So, like. Yeah. But. That sounds so fucking fun. <laughs> same developers? I No, I think it's a different dev. I think. Oh, shit. Um, but. Still, I like again. Watch the trailer. It's literally just Gang Beasts, and I was like, I will always, always be here for Gang Beasts because that game is fucking, mm, you know, it's so good. good. Um, next up, big news, right? Oh, this is pretty big. Big news. Actually, the next, the next, the the rest of it is big. Okay, all four of the next. It's all big shit. Big shit. Big shit. First up, game of the year for several different promotions, outlets, or whatever. Hades was exclusive to the Switch and PC. It is coming to home consoles in August. My boy. August 13th, 2021. I will finally buy that game on the PS5, and so everyone can shut the hell up about telling me to play it. <laughs> like, I played it on a PS4 controller, so I like, like I feel like I, I thought it already was on PlayStation. So, this is a game that... Uh, it is a roguelite where you play as, as a son of Hades, right? And your ultimate goal is to kill him, right? I think. Yeah. Nico? Yeah. Um, no, you, your goal is to escape. Oh, your goal is to escape. which You're trying to escape Hades. Which I'm assuming you have to kill him to do. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know. I think he's the final boss, yeah. Um, but, again, I like roguelites aren't typically my jam, which is like why I've dodged it. But everyone and their fucking mom has been like, this game is a masterpiece. And I'm like, it's a roguelike with character development. Which I, I can like get that. behind so that. It's pretty cool. I can get behind that. So yeah. I played a little bit of it on my friend's Switch. I was like, okay. But the issue was I was playing on the Switch. And when I'm playing something on the Switch, I'm like, this is not Pokemon. <laughs> 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 and so I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm holding a Switch controller. And I need to be playing Pokemon while I'm doing that. So I was like, I just I need to wait until it's on the PlayStation so I can play it the way I want to play it. And then we'll be good, you know? So next up, this is a big one for Jeff. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. So I do have a little bit of issue with this one. It's Halo Infinite. They did not give a firm release date, even though they're saying it's coming a holiday this year. And I have mm-hmm. an issue with that because they said it was coming a holiday last year. <laughs> so if you want me to believe that it is coming out this year, you need to not just say holiday. <laughs> Um, because it was touted as the big game to launch with the new Xbox, and then it got delayed. 
which is fine. Games should always get delayed until they're actually done. I don't care how long that delay is. It should just... When it comes out, it needs to be good. That's all, you know? Um, yeah. But they did show a lot of, like, multiplayer stuff, and they showed a tiny bit of single-player stuff, and I think... Because they're making the multiplayer free-to-play. It's going to be two sections. Yo, that, that's a fucking huge power play. It is. But here's my thing. That's assuming that people are going to want to play the fucking campaign. So here's my theory. My theory is that the reason they didn't give it a firm release date is because they're still working on the campaign. And my guess is that because it's going to be, obviously they already said that it's in two chunks. They'll release mm-hmm. the free-to-play multiplayer this holiday because that's clearly their priority, which I understand. Like, Halo is known for its multiplayer. Um, they'll release that this holiday and then delay the campaign until, like, next spring. Yeah. Like, that's my guess is what's going to happen. Um, I'm a sucker for the Halo lore. I really enjoy the Halo wars lore. Um, I did not play 4 or 5, so I guess, like, I'm a sucker for the original Bungie Halo lore. But, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's a cool universe. But to assume that people are only going to buy, like, only going to buy a $60 retail campaign, I don't know. That's very bold. Yeah. We used Especially to. in a world where there are just better campaigns. There are campaigns. Oh, that that's a good point. Better. I didn't even think about that. Where they, they're, yeah. if they're, it's a full game. If they're making the multiplayer free to play, yeah, then they're going to be charging full price for just the campaign then. Ooh. Well, people did it for Call of Duty when Warzone mm-hmm. was a thing. Oh, actually, Warzone is an individual. Yeah, download, Warzone is its own thing. Though. I was thinking of Infinity War or Infinity. What was it? Call of Duty Infinite. Infinite Warfare. Where it had the, uh, had the Infinite Warfare. There where it they is. had where they had the download for Call of Duty Four. Yeah. yeah, where no one even played Infinite. They only played. They bought it for. Like, it was, and like, it was assuming, eighty dollars too. It was an extra like twenty bucks yeah. to get it. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I mean, I got that for Christmas so like, time, but, but like, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Where like that was one of those things where we're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm paying eighty dollars for COD Four because that's actually what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that, yeah, that is assuming if they're making it free to play. Um, sorry, I don't mean to do this. Unless they're gonna do like a forty dollar game. You think they're gonna do like a forty dollar or something like that? You think? I mean, that's got to be. The... Yeah, probably. I mean, they they have to release it like they would. Uh, like Fashion and Clank was forty dollars or whatever. Like the movie game. Yeah, the so. movie one. Yeah, the one that just came out was not. Was it eighty or seventy? Yeah. Fucking a. I can't wait until we get enough chips. I can't wait till chips are back in development again so we can actually get consoles again. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait either because work has been hell. Yeah. I just redlined my mic. Sorry about that. But, <laughs> You're good, man. I can edit it. Oh, my gosh. There have been no cars anywhere. Anybody listening? If you want to rent a car, fuck off. Don't call Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to... Promote the business. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have cars. Don't call Enterprise. So that's the big because like Xbox Fall thing that's happening is something related to Halo Infinite is coming out this fall hopefully. Um, next up is Outer Worlds Two got revealed in probably the best cinematic trailer CGI trailer I've ever seen because they were flat out like, "Hey, we literally don't have anything to show you besides a name and a logo." Like in in the trailer. <laughs> And it was like this narrator that was like, yep, look, we're showing over this picturesque like landscape of these mountains and this sky. And look how pretty these graphics are. Ooh, wow, this is what you guys care about. And it's like very self-aware and very like, why do video game companies do this? But also we're doing it. So like, this is something that we've been talking about where it's like, why even show this if you have nothing to show? 
which is what they were poking fun at, even though that's what they were doing, you know? Um, but the big thing to take away from this and... is the Outer Worlds 2, the Outer Worlds got a sequel, which first off, which like, I, I'm not super surprised at that. But the big thing is that it is an Xbox exclusive. So again, like I said, exclusive. And finally, this is what shocked me is that they closed with this. I for sure thought they'd close with Halo, you know, um, because mm-hmm. that's like, that's their big thing. Halo and Gears is like what Xbox is known for, you know? Is um, it? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's this, there's these two shooter series, Wally. That, oh, really? Like, Xbox got really popular off of them. Yeah, I, I thought that was PlayStation. <laughs> it was the brand that single handedly made Xbox a console that still exists today. Wait, really? Oh my! I, I did, how many? How many Halos are there? There's only the one, right? <laughs> there's only three. It's okay. And <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> don't don't hate. <laughs> Don't be putting out reach like that, all right? Or I thought There's wasn't there Halo side. Four? Yeah, but yeah, are we not count? Are we not counting Halo One then? It's just two, three, and Reach. Yep. Okay. <laughs> 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 um. So when I said that there was a game that I was like, "Yep, I need one," it was actually this. Um, it's a new IP from Arcane Studios, which is the developers of Dishonored. Um. How good was the fucking trailer that you're like, I need to buy an Xbox for a new so, IP? So, you know, it's funny. It was a CGI trailer, too. Like, uh, uh, but hear me out, okay? Now, the reason that, one, I'm like, okay, I get an Xbox. Bethesda got bought by Xbox. So yep. all of the games that Bethesda, like all the de- developers that Bethesda publishes for are also under that umbrella of what got bought. Arcane is one of those developers. Um, and Dishonored is one of my, like, I love, this is like my baby, you know? I love this franchise. <laughs> um, but when Bethesda got bought out, and it was like, okay, Arcane, like, they're making Deathloop as a PlayStation exclusive because that was contractually obligated to them prior to the buyout. But after that, it's like, everything they makes can be just on Xbox. Um, and I'm also going to double dip on my gonna be a little contradictory here this is a you can play it solo or it's up to four player co-op mm. not zombies mm. vampires okay uh. <laughs> but do we get reason, enough of vampires with twilight the reason i'm like so into this is because one dishonored even with cgi and stuff like that like the powers they show off make their way into the game like there's a, a good wide array of like really unique powers and one of the girls in the trailer was using a bunch of powers where she like summoned this like psychic elevator thing that like just shot her up in the air and stuff like that and like it's just it looks like a goofy fun time with an ip with a developer that i trust you know it's one of those things where like i trust them to make a really fun game um so i'm like all right by next summer because it's coming out summer next year again a lot of things like it's not coming out until next year why show it but they'll be able to hopefully show me some gameplay before next summer and hopefully by then there will be i can just walk into a store and get an xbox if i wanted if i think the gameplay looks good but this was my most hyped thing from xbox was that mm. our king has a new ip it looks like a fun time and it's coming out next summer like that's hey 
summertime is usually pretty empty, you know, like July don't have no games coming out. So hopefully, I'm saying, I'm saying. That was Xbox. Way to go, Xbox. That was Xbox. Way to go, Xbox. I think they really knocked it out of the park, honestly, because they had a really, again, we only talked about, you know, a a handful of things compared to what they actually showed, Um, but they really did show a wide range of Indies, AAA, genres, and again, like we said, 27 out of the 30 games they showed are going to be on Game Pass Day 1. Like, that's insane, (laughs) you know? So, next up is was is is my favorite my favorite conference that happened and everyone on twitter hated this conference and i Mm. loved this conference and i'm not even gonna wait to tell you why because it was square enix up next and they opened their show with the game that I fucking made in our Marvel episode. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah, they literally took your advice. They went, Let's oh, go. from post-game life, Raymond? <laughs> it, was, it was me. The podcast. It was me. They knew. And they, they fucking churned it out real fast. You know, just a couple oh, months. Real fast. <laughs> they made a Guardians of the Galaxy game. It's by the people, it's by Adas Montreal, the people that made Deus Ex. So a a series that is all about oh, a good all about game. player choice mattering, like that's literally Deus is like that's their thing, <laughs> you know, like and they made it like I said they should. You only play a Star Lord, so they focused in real hard, so you don't have to worry about the gameplay being spread across a bunch of a bunch of characters. And a lot of people, oh well, what's even the point if I can't play as Groot? Like I want to play as Gamora. That's great. You know what game did that and fucking sucked? Why is Avengers. Like, come on now. Yeah. Use your brains. Like. Honestly, I watched the trailer once and I was like, oh, well, these aren't the voices. This is weird. And then I watched the trailer again and completely forgot what the original voices were. So I'm that was the only thing that irked me a little bit. So yeah. I'm not upset by it. I'm really excited for it. And they did what they needed to do because they realized that the fucking formula they had for the Avengers does not work. Yep. You don't make a fucking Destiny clone out of a Marvel video game and hope that the Marvel characters can sell the game for you. So, all I'm saying is, and it comes out October 26th of this year. This is what I want from a trailer. Where it's like, give me... They show about 10 to 15 minutes of gameplay. They were like, here's some gameplay. This is what it looks like. Here's a little bit of uh, a trailer to go along with it after the fact that shows a little bit of extra stuff, you know? And here's our release date. It's coming out this year. That's what I want from my E3, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, show me some shit, show me some shit, give me a release date, make me excited. That's all we need. That's all we That's need. Literally, it works. That, it's tried and true. Like, that is that is the formula that should be followed. Now, I, I'll admit, I'm a little biased because this is literally the game that I was like, this would be so fun. Like, it's, it's not an Ant-Man game, but hey, it was my number two, you know, <laughs> it was my number two. And I'll sometimes you got to take the number two. And I'll take the number two for this game because it looks so fun. Like it did look good. Oh, so except they only fought cubes, and I was like, okay, well, well, yeah, but it's like early game, you know, it's like the start. Yeah, so. true. Um, but you do get to like, like in combat, do the little button presses and can control what they do, give them direction or whatever. So like, it almost gave me like real time Mass Effecty vibes, which I was about to say, like, like Mass Effect, you get to control the powers that the other people do around like, you. Like, and which is why I said I was like, if they make a Mass Effect Guardians of the Galaxy game, it's gonna fucking sell. So 
apparently someone on the inside knew what I wanted a few years ago before I even knew I wanted it. So, well, I'm saying. Way to go. Um, next up was really deflating. I'm not going to lie. Because. Yep, that's all we needed. Everything else doesn't matter. Because next up, I'll be they showed off. I, I know, but I'm still going to go through it because I want to complain. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, so. Next up, they showed off Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I'm getting fucking hyped, right? Because I can load up right now. I can turn on my, my PS5, and I can play Final Fantasy 7, 8, Final Fantasy 7, 8, Final Fantasy 8, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, 12, 14, and 15, if I wanted to, right now. I'm not 14. I don't own it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could go download it or buy it or whatever. So, like, it was fun. I could, I could do that. The only ones that I'm missing on my PlayStation... Uh, one is 11 because that just there was a ps2 mobile game it just doesn't not mobile but mmo it doesn't exist like you literally can't um the 13 trilogy which i don't think anyone is really sad about um one through six so i was really excited because they're showing off all these games i'm like holy shit because they're like pixel remaster and i'm like oh fuck yeah and then they go on steam and mobile (laughs) and i was like early access you motherfucker like you know how fucking lit it would be do you know how lit it would be to load up my PlayStation and be like, every Final Fantasy numbered game is just chilling there? Like, that'd be so cool. But no, Steam and Mobile would be pretty sweet. So, that was like super deflating after my high of Guardians. But my high of Guardians did get me through the rest of this conference. So, <laughs> um, next up they showed you, off some... Are you talking about the Wakanda stuff for Avengers? The next up they showed was Wakanda stuff for Avengers, which like, Black... Oh, that shit looked cool. I'm not gonna lie. Black Panther was my most, like, I want to play that character the most when Avengers first came out. Um, So I loaded up Avengers today, like, before we started recording. And I was like, yeah, nope, I don't want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, really? But, I mean, the Wakanda stuff's not out yet. So it's like... Oh, okay. I was about to say, it's that bad immediately? No, it comes out later this year, like, later this summer. Um, Okay. I think, like, October, or not October, uh, August or September or something like that. Um, But I was, like, trying to get back into it. Now, to get back into, like, how to play, swing things, stuff like that. And I, like, looked at everything, and I was like, no, never mind. Just wait. Just wait. Like, I'll just wait. (laughs) Like, um, (laughs) next up, again, so deflating. So, Platinum Games is is making a PlayStation exclusive. uh, It's on PC as well. Uh, A new game. It's called Babylon's Fall. Got revealed three years ago, I think, at this point. And all that was said was it was a... uh, high fantasy, not high fantasy, but like fantasy, like Platinum Games game, exclusive, whatever. So, Platinum Games is a trusted developer, right? It's like Bayonetta, yeah. um, something else that they've made, Near Automata. That's like their big one right now that came out that everyone fucking loved. Um, so naturally, you put the name on something, and it's like, oh fuck yeah, okay. And it came out, and not only is it a four-player co-op game, it is live service. Which is my two least favorite words when describing a video game. Because look at what we just talked about with Avengers, which is a live service game. I loaded it up and I was like, yeah, no, never mind. It's just too much. Like it's just it's just too much. Like and live service is just a bad I don't like it. I've been vocal about not liking this direction since the first live service game since Destiny was announced. Like, where I was like, I'm excited if they do what they say they're going to do, and they didn't. Because why would they? Because that's not where money is. So, you know, you can either say, yep, you're going to pay $60 up front for a game that we're going to support for 5 to 10 years, and you're going to get all the content updated for free, 
Or you can say, well, you know, $6 for the base game, but then look at this big expansion. You know, it's kind of, we'll, we'll pay a little money for that one. Sorry. Like, it's, well, I'd rather you just focus in, make it an offline thing. Like, if it needs to be co-op, that's fine. Make it co-op. But don't make it live service. Like, don't. Please. I beg you. Stop. I'm, <laughs> I'm, any hype I had for this game, because, again, Sony guy, I, I hear Sony exclusive, I'm like, fuck yeah. You know? Because, like, I think exclusives are important. But any hype I had for this was just destroyed as soon as I heard live service. I was like, nope. Nope. I can't do it. I just can't. I just can't. It's okay. So, it's okay. I, I don't trust Destiny clones anymore, so, so I'm right there with you. That's my soapbox for that. Next up uh, was um, Life is Strange. I love Life is Strange, so I did I did like this. A good game. It was nice to like have a nice little comeback, because uh, True Colors is coming out September 10th, and the remastered collection of One and Before the Storm is coming out September 30th. And Unpopular opinion, they look the exact they same. Did, um, they look they the exact did. same. Don't fucking sell me the I, same. I know. They did the like they did the like sweep thing where they were like, This is what it used to look like, and this is what it looks like now. And I was like, that didn't change. What changed? <laughs> what changed? It's literally the same art style. Same strokes. <laughs> like, it didn't change. I don't know. Maybe it's the better lighting. I don't know. <laughs> but Shut the fuck up. Don't give them the benefit of the but, doubt. They they have enough money. But they beyond it. the remastered collection, true colors looks fucking awesome. Like you know what this reminds me of? It gives me vibes of fucking, like, of the remaster that we're getting at fucking Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna look the exact same. Yeah. yeah. But, again, True Colors looks awesome, you know? Yeah, it and, looks like, really they went cool. a little in-depth with how you, what, like, what you can decide to do, and, like, how if someone's, like, really angry, you can actually take their anger from them, but then it affects you, and it's, like, or you could just leave them alone and be like, nah, that's your shit to deal with. Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm here for that. You know, like that's, I think that's gives a little bit more player agency than a lot of these episodic series games actually give you because they make you think that things matter, but they don't, you know, they all lead to the same road kind of deal. Um, where like this could be different where it isn't, but just from the sake of you can choose who and what you take from, I think that alone gives more player agency than the previous. Um, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't, they usually fucking knock it out of the park with fun stories. So even at the very least, if I get a fun story out of this, that's fine. This is episodic again, but they're releasing it all at once. So oh, okay, that's surprising. Yeah. So all five episodes will be packaged on the disc day one. So but, I don't know why they made it episodic, but they did. I was about to say, so, what makes it? What's the point <laughs> of making it episodic at that point if it's all going to be released? Yeah, that's what they did. I don't know. Maybe it's just the formula uh, they were used to, and they're like, well, let's pack it all together. I don't know. But, and then they, Squeenix closed their show with, again, something that leaked that we talked about before. Um, they are, in fact, making, Team Ninja is making a Final Fantasy spinoff in the realm of Final Fantasy 1 called Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. And chaos. he said chaos a whole bunch. Um, he looked like a generic white dude, um, which. It was a very generic whatever. game. It was, they released a demo uh, that night. And it did not work. Um, <laughs> it was the the game was corrupted immediately. Um, they have since fixed it, and I have actually played it. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, it's not bad. Um, it's not I good. You're gonna be like, it's not. It's not that good. It's it's not the best. It's not good, but it's not bad. It's it's you know, um, it is. 
Dan, our friend, he said that it was just like Nio, um, where oh, I like that. Okay, I like that. Um, and, and I could tell like the basic enemies were doing some damage. You know, they were hurting me, and I, but I was able to get through most of it again for all the people that have loyally listened to us. You know that I'm not the biggest on Souls likes or anything like that, but um, I was having some fun with this, and then there was a group of wolves, and they fucking fucked my shit up real good, um, and I turned it off. <laughs> because I was like, yep, okay. I got exactly what I needed from this. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, again, I doubt I will pick this up. I don't know. Maybe if it's cheap one day, again, 20 bucks or something like that, or get it for Christmas for free or something like that, you know. But I'm not prioritizing buying this. No. Because, again, my big thing, and what I think they should have ended with, was my Guardians. <laughs> you know? I'm glad they started with it because I got hyped immediately and it carried me through the rest. But I really think that this would have been the better. If they had swapped this Final Fantasy thing and the Guardians, like, I think that would have been a better structure, personally. Oh, for sure. Um, but that was Squeenix. Um, we already talked about, obviously I've been bouncing around a little bit, we already talked about like Gearbox Take-Two Warner Brothers. Like That was in between these things. I just wanted to put them all together because it was like, well, you know, whatever. So the final thing that happened was on Tuesday, after the big weekend, I think it was Tuesday, yeah, uh, yeah. Nintendo had their E3 Direct. So I actually put about half of what they uh, talked about because, I mean... The other half was dumb, pointless RPGs. Yeah, the, yeah, the other half was just kind of like, I don't know, uh, stuff that I personally don't really care about. I mean, even some of the stuff on here I don't care about, but it's like big enough... Golf, baby. Where it's big enough where I'm like, hey, someone cares, you know? Yeah, uh, I noticed you didn't put the golf out. Well, Mario Golf comes out on, like, Friday, so, like... Mm-hmm. we don't need to talk about it we talked about it before um so the first thing it started with smash naturally i was like come on give me sora like i want sora or i want dante if it's not no, they'll, they'll never put sora in it. if it's not one of those two you can keep it i don't care i think they're only putting and, in things that are popular in japan and they put in kazuya mishima from tekken uh, of all the fucking and i was like they put in who because I took my lunch break at work specifically to watch this direct, okay? Because um, I get hour lunch breaks now. It's so nice. And this is a 40-minute direct, oh, nice. so it worked out. Um, but I was like, they put in Kazuya? And, like, the Devil Kazuya transformations in the game, too, because I showed that off. And I was like, what the yeah. hell? Like, this was, like, not expected. Like He fucking killed everyone. He, he everyone killed Kirby! Him. No, Kirby floated up at the end. Still Don't they kill, kill everybody in every trailer for every new person? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, but Sephiroth, yeah. You're right. Um. So then, next up was... Here's something I know, Dunk... Yeah, okay, here's my thing. I'm fucking pissed about this. But yeah, okay, yeah, Super Monkey Ball, yes, awesome, great, An whatever, anime. it's being released this year. I'm sorry. I'm mad because... I'm fucking mad because this is probably what people thought was going to be the Donkey Kong thing. It's why I was so excited oh, for Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, maybe. 25th anniversary of this shit. 40th anniversary of Donkey Kong. Motherfucker, give me a goddamn Donkey Kong game. I'm not going to lie. Um, Fuck this I game. haven't, like, played Super Monkey Ball, like, ever. So when mm. I saw, like, anniversary of this, like, like, super popular franchise and I saw a monkey, I thought they were making a new Ape Escape at first. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't ape escape a place it was so i was like really confused i was like what the hell's happening right now because after the kazuya yeah. thing in smash i was like man anything can happen <laughs> you know like 
Yeah, they're not bad games. They're and, fun to watch speedruns. But, but yes, man. so Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania is coming out October 5th. It gave a release date, so I'm like, okay. And it's not exclusive. It's going to be on PlayStation and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, well, I won't buy it day one or day two, but like maybe like day 1,000. You know, when I have nothing else to play. Yeah, three years later. <laughs> you know? I have nothing else to play. I might as well play the Monkey Ball remasters. Um, next up, they're releasing Mario Party Superstars. Um, I don't... I, uh, I, is this a separate game? It's a separate game. It's just going to be the mo- fucking... But like the uh, N64 maps? Mini games. Oh, the mini... It, it, no, it's just the mini games. Oh, so it's not even like the like the board game stuff like that? No. Oh, no. Well, that's just a lot. That's what I, that's that's what I gathered from the trailer. Oh, well, that's just lame. Yeah. <laughs> the mini games are great when you get the board and you can fuck people yeah, over. Yeah, that's okay. So let's just skip over that then. Um, this is actually Metroid Five. This baby. is huge. Metroid Dread. This is. I know everyone wanted their Prime Four. I know, but this is still huge because this this is the first new Metroid game in over a decade. Like, yeah, first like fucking and it's like it's like actual two point five. It's like actual Metroid. Yeah, it's like two point five D. Like. It's a Metroid game. I'm a Metroid Prime game. I know. Everyone wants Metroid Prime 4. I know. But this is still huge. This looks fucking good. And it looks good. I'm excited for this. Like, um, I forgot to put the release date, but it comes out in October. It's uh, it's October. I think it's October 8th, I think. Uh, Something like that. But yeah, like, I was like, damn, okay. Like, because I, at first I was like, is this still another spinoff? But no, it's not. It's like a continuation of Samus' story in the 2.5 world or whatever. So... Like, whether or not I get this day one, I probably won't because my Switch is a Pokemon machine, as, I, as I've said. But this is one of those things where I'm like, I might, I might, you know? I might, like, get, when I have extra money for Christmas or whatever, I might get that for myself as a little treat, you know? A little treat on the side. Try it out. Um, I got really hyped for it because, again, even if it's not my thing. It looks fucking it cool. It looks cool. I know it's someone's thing because it's Metroid and it's huge. Like, You want to know what's my thing, right? WarioWare. I am so fucking excited for WarioWare. <laughs> I love WarioWare. WarioWare. This was another thing. That's okay. This is time. what I'm saying. Where I was like, anything can happen because Nintendo really came in with the surprises. I think, like, because mm-hmm. again, Kazuya was weird. Super Monkey Ball was weird. Mario Party. Eh, we don't talk about that. Metroid coming back was like holy shit. Then they say, oh, we're making a new WarioWare game. By the way, like, and it's a co-op WarioWare. That was game. so fucking and cool. Like, what? So like. I fucking love WarioWare. Well, you got any experience let me, with let WarioWare? Me yank the fuck. I do not. Oh. Let me yank that dude's armpit hair out, please. <laughs> please let me do it. Let me pick the boogers. What is that? Is that what WarioWare? Is? WarioWare is like a bunch of like look up WarioWare. Not right now. But yeah, it's like a bunch of it's just a bunch mini of mini games where games. you're playing as Wario. But like the difference between this and Mario Party mini games is like Wario's character doing these things. You know, like. It's, it's him doing it, so it's, I don't know, there's, like, some charm. It's like, it's, like, some charm Yeah, exactly. It. Whereas the Mario Party minigames or whatever is, like, okay, well, what's the point? Like, the point of Mario Party is fucking over your friends. And if it's just the minigames, you can't do that. So, like, um, so then next up, again, not necessarily my thing, and I don't think it's anyone in this podcast thing, but no. I recognize how big this name is because this is mm. the series that Persona spawned from. So... Shin Megami Tensei Five got a release date, uh, November twelfth, twenty twenty one. It is exclusive to the Switch. So again, 
I was very angry watching it because they did not even make any new monsters. They just reused the same assets that they had in Persona 5, which is exactly what it looked like. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, I, I'm like, I don't know that. So They literally used the same assets from Persona 5. I'm like, this is not... like they, and even if Everything is the same. Like Even the gameplay is the same. I don't know if that was always the case with Shin Megami Tensei, but they're not hiding that this is just Persona 5. Oh, okay. I know that they're both the same kind of game, but man, I don't know if it's... It literally looked like a fucking clone. Like, all the shit was the same. It's like, you can level up your characters when they work alongside... And I'm like, yeah, like Persona? I'm like, I, I can... Like, I literally looked at some of the screens they were doing. It it was almost the same exact screen as the fucking Persona leveling up screen. Damn. I'm like, okay. Damn. Yeah, it was really disappointing. Well... Like, I get that they're supposed to be in the same universe or whatever, but at least give us something new and interesting, not just another Persona 5. Well, who knows? They might have... Because Royale um, is fucking wonderful. They might have some specific thing to their game that they didn't show off or whatever. Who knows? You know? Um, I'm just saying it for the fans of the series, because, yeah. it's, again, I can recognize when a big name pops up. Like the next one. Um, Fatal Frame. The last one we got was for 3DS, wasn't No, it? Made in a Blackwater. This is the last one we got. Um, and it was for the Wii U. <laughs> and it's getting ported over to all modern consoles, not just the Switch. Um, oh. Oh. So, like, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of hyped. I already this. know that. Like, I already know the fucking conversation that happened. They're like, oh, well, you want to make it a Nintendo? No. <laughs> like, like, they're like, after what the... F- you, you tricked us into trying to make it a Nintendo well, so the, the, exclusive the, by adding it on the fucking the Wii The issue is that Fatal Frame on the Wii U makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, from, from a standpoint of, like, what that console is, it makes sense. The issue is that the Wii U didn't sell. Yeah, the Wii U... So was there wasn't enough of a fan base with the Wii U when the, the Fatal Frame games originally came out on PS2. So, like, it's like, well, I, I know that, like, with your peripheral, it makes sense to be like, oh, camera, huh? Or, like, like you said, the 3DS would be a perfect, like, fit for it. Like, hell, a fucking mobile game would probably crush Fatal Frame. Like, oh, for that'd sure. be awesome, you know? An AR Fatal Frame, because, you know, everything is AR. They have a fucking Harry Potter, Pokemon Go, right. shit like, like that. Right, like, if they had a Fatal Frame AR game where it's like, you walk around, like, ooh, look, the spooky ghost there, and it's like, I bet that'd fucking sell. But I'm I'm yeah. here I'm here for this though because like ten bucks at, after we said this <laughs> just like that probably they're gonna see how well this sells first <laughs> just to see if yeah. there's like a a fan base for it or still not. a fan base yeah. for it um you know I, all the grandpas and fucking geriatric wheelchairs just like wheeling around the thing they'll be able to play it but uh so I mean I'm 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 low key low key mid key excited not even low key I'm mid key excited for it all right. Um, speaking of fan bases that don't exist anymore, Advance Wars is getting a, a remake, remaster thing. I bet you guys don't even know what that is, do you? Oh, I, I fucking love Advance Wars. You do? We used to play it at work. We fucking used to play it at work. We would get so bored at ballet. So, I won't Advanced lie. I won't lie. I've never played Advance Wars, but I know, like, I know of it, you know? So I came in expecting mm-hmm. neither of you to also know it, but I was like, there's a chance. So there's a chance that one of them knows it. I fucking so I'm going to put this on the list to talk about. So yeah, they're making a 1 and 2 uh, rebooted for the Switch exclusively. Uh, December 3rd, 2021. So there you go. Uh, if you want to play that. 
but we can. And then finally, fuck yeah, the, the perfect thing to end our episode on after we we're gonna do this. We're gonna do some final thoughts on things, and then you know that's it. Nintendo ended their show with another look at Breath of the Wild two. Um, it's coming out in 2022, <laughs> so it's like, why? Because <laughs> they didn't even I... they didn't even like. It's not even like summer, fall, Q1. Like it's just 2022. So like it's probably gonna be November next year. You know, like I mean, Breath of the Wild one came out in March with the Switch. So like there's a chance it comes out in March next year. But like they didn't even they, they immediately they didn't even went, show a lot hey, either. You know, you know what they did show. Everyone thought maybe we'll be able to play a Zelda. They said, "Ha ha, fuck you, Zelda's trapped again." Ha. There she goes! And it literally just grabs Zelda and yeeted her out the fucking window. Yeah. Immediately. Play Princess Peach. I'm like, great. So, yeah, like, literally, like, Princess Peach. Like, maybe I'll be able to play as Prince. Oh, there she goes. Never mind. Like, literally, Zelda was trapped. That was this. The trailer was like, yeah, you're not going to play as Zelda. We don't want you to think you are. The the big thing they did show, too, besides that, is that the map is going to be... uh, There's going to be, like, a sky map, too, where, like, there's sky traversal. So... I don't know who asked for that, but whoever did, there you go, you got it. <laughs> well, the Skyward Sword came out, so, like, you know, Sky. Um, but the big thing that was with this, I should have mentioned this at the start, they did say up front that this whole Presents Direct, whatever you call it, um, was going to be software exclusive, so they nipped the bud about a Switch Pro immediately. Because they were like, mm. we're not talking about any hardware, don't don't expect it. It's all 40 minutes of software, we're not going to let up at all, it's going to be trailer, 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 going to talk for a minute, trailer, trailer, trailer. Um, and then they ended with Breath of the Wild 2 2022. Honestly, if they are making a Switch Pro, which, again, I don't really see the point, but if they are, I, I reckon it'll get launched with Breath of the Wild 2. Like, I was just about to say that. I feel like that would make the most fiscal sense. So, I mean, the first Switch launched with Breath of the Wild 1. Why not just do it again? So, if there is going to be a Switch Pro, it needs to come out with Breath of the Wild 2, in my opinion. So, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. That was the big hitters of E3. Obviously, we missed some because there was about... I watched about 200 trailers over four days. Yeah, and you missed the fucking indie I I missed fucking Microsoft Flight Simulator coming to consoles. My apologies. You... Uh, What? Is it? It is, yeah. Oh! (laughs) I'm excited for that. (laughs) Um, There's your reason to get an Xbox. (laughs) Great. So, gentlemen. Make sure to buy your suit. Do you guys have any thoughts? as we wrap up about this E3 about I'm going to tell you what I probably should have said at the beginning of it but I didn't want to be negative but <sighs> literally the entire E3 was just a fucking snore it was a snooze fest dude yeah i nothing it was very underwhelming but you know what it's an E3 after covid it's an E3 after all these developers were being very nice to their workers and be like you don't have to yeah. work yeah and the office but like at the same time I expected this, but seeing it in front of our eyes, and I'm like, you guys really wasted my weekend with this? Yeah. My hope is that with, like, because how 2020 went, obviously COVID happened, so unprecedented, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, I can't be mad at developers for being like So this, 2021, that, that's why my thing when I started, when we started talking about this, was like, this was like the homecoming of e3 you know where it's like mm-hmm. this is it we're back like what do you have to show us and i feel like i feel like microsoft showed up like and 
as hype as I am for Guardians, I feel like the only person, the only studio developer, or whatever, the only one that showed up to show us anything was Microsoft. Um, yeah. And even the stuff they showed, about half of it was like, why are you showing me this? <laughs> you know? As excited as I am for a lot of the stuff that they're coming out with and excited as I am that they're like, yeah, most of the games we're investing in, we're, we're giving out for 10 bucks a month. Like, that's huge. Um, that is really fucking big for games. But at the same time, and again, this could be my Sony fanboyism coming out a little bit. Like, I, I want to see some Sony stuff, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> they're not taking part in E3. And a lot of the exclusives that are coming to PlayStation, like, for example, for Squeenix, Final Fantasy 16 is coming exclusively to PS5. Like, that's a PS5 and PC exclusive game. So, makes sense that it wouldn't be shown at Squeenix if Sony's not present, you know? Because then, mm-hmm. you know, that's their game that they're funding. But, overall, I feel like the, this big homecoming thing ended up being, like you said, a little bit underwhelming. Um, Wally, I know you didn't actually like, watch it live, but any games stand out that we talked about for you that you went uh, Before I talk about games, I just want to talk about E3 as... A whole. It's a whole? Just, okay. Oh, Wally. Yes, thank you. Please. This is what I wanted to get into because I wanted to like think about like, is E three? It's not really necessary. Yeah, but is it even yeah, worth was, it? Yep. Anymore? There you go. Is E three even worth it anymore? Because here's my thought process, and I'm sure it's the thought process of everyone here. Is that like every studio and developer has their own conference mm-hmm. now? Yes. You have your Sony State of Play. You have your Nintendo Directs. You have. And the only people that are really hanging in there is Xbox. Yep. And I guarantee all they need to do is just do their own yep. thing. Because Nintendo saw what works. Yep. Nintendo saw that they just need to hit a small audience on a YouTube live stream. And they can announce all their big fucking things. And it'll get just as much press as a big event like E3 would. So I think this might have been the death of E3. It's just the, the day and age that we're in now with the, like social media. All the ways that you can find stuff online. Just... And all the leaks and stuff, right? Yes. Like, E3 is just... Like, I remember le- weeks leading up to E3, I used to like be, like, on Take the edge of my seat, work, super like, excited. Be like, what could possibly be shown to us? Right. You know, like, what's going to be the big thing this year? I remember, like, when, uh, when Sony was still part of it, and they started their show with, like, this big, like, orchestral thing. And it was this yes. big, epic, like, Viking thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And it showed uh, a little kid shooting a deer with an arrow. And I was like, okay, what is this? And then I just heard, boy. And Kratos showed up looking all badass with a beard and shit. And I'm like, wait a second. They're making a, a God of War 4? And it showed fucking uh, Jormungandr, the, the world serpent. And I'm like, wait, Norse mythology? What's happening? Like, that's what E3 should be. Where it's like, yes. what is this? What is happening? Why? Like, I want more. You know? Like, there shouldn't be an explanation of what you've already seen leaks on. Yeah. Well, okay. I will give leaks a little bit of leeway. Just a little bit. Not a whole bunch. Because, like, tighten your shit up, first off. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, second off, like, okay, like, we can't help that people are going to be dumb and, like, leak stuff. Because people just want to know, you know? Like, my thing with leaks is, if a leak comes out... You just put that trailer out right then. Who fucking cares? Right. Like, it, it, it's... Find something else to put at E3, though. Like, why waste six months and be like, well, this got leaked, but is it actually coming out? Like, what's happening? And then it's like, okay, it's revealed. Okay, that's the game we heard about. Cool. 
Like, because then it's not exciting. It's like, yep, that's what we heard about. Awesome. There, you know, there was definitely a dynamic with technology and how everything works nowadays. Where, I mean, like Wally said, when we were younger, we're like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait until this thing comes out. I hope something's shown. Like, it's it's more or less the surprise is yep, gone. That's it. Yeah, you, I'm no long. We're no longer surprised. The excitement is no longer there. And it, there was just this shift at some point in time where now we're like upset because something wasn't shown. Yep. That we know is in development. Yep. Not oh we're excited there's something coming like we don't know what's coming and then now it's like oh I'm because, mad that it wasn't because because I don't know what happened but it's because all of the access to technology and everything like that has shifted so much so that like you we have access everything, to everything yeah. beforehand and like for for example for everyone listening for me personally the the four things that actually got me like what the fuck is this i'm actually kind of hyped for this the four things only one of them were leaked and the only reason i'm hyped for that leaked one is because i made that game in my head before i read that <laughs> leak okay that's the only i'm like holy shit this is what i this is what i want like that's awesome but the, the other three things that got revealed that i'm like what is this is metal slug tactics did not get leaked i never expected metal slug to come back ever um Mm-hmm. party animals which again well, i mean why would that get leaked first off it's just a fucking indie game but like still i was like holy shit like my favorite party game this is looks just like it awesome and uh arcane's new ip which also did not get leaked and again it could be a bust it could be a bad game i mean it's a fucking four-player co-op which i'm already not super hot on but like it's still like that's arcane i love them and i'm glad that what they had cooking was not leaked because then when when new arcane ip came when they were like yep this is the trailer for the new arcane ip that's coming out i literally went what the fuck is this because i didn't know about it i didn't read any leaks about it like i mean they could have been leaked i don't know but i personally didn't read any leaks about it so i was surprised that i was seeing a new ip from them like that's what e3 is baby you know what's what it was <laughs> like no it's not what it is four, anymore the four that you mentioned there what do you notice about those four None of them are like an announcement, like you were saying about like yeah, God of, of War Four. Big... Nothing is big. Not nothing was a big. Yeah, no, I agree. Surprise. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm on there like warrior. Like, like, you, like yeah. I had no fucking idea. You had no idea, and it's like, oh, cool. That's cool. That that's gonna be kind of cool, but it's not gonna be like. It's not the like thing. Something that everybody's yeah. gonna be talking about for the next year until it comes out. It's like, for example, like stealing from uh, the Squeenix talk I just had about how uh, Final Fantasy 16 is going to be uh, exclusive. Right. It was, that's, they had a September event, uh, Sony did, PlayStation, where they were like, alright, like, PlayStation, the PS5 is launching soon, we're going to have another little event where we show you about, like, 12 or 13 trailers, something like that. Again, I graded that too. Half of those games have come out as well. One of those games that have not come out is Final Fantasy 16. That's what they started with. No one expected Final Fantasy 16. Okay. No one. And I was like, I was watching that trailer, I was like, holy shit, like, what is this? this? I mean, this is Final Fantasy, that's a Marlboro, I know that, that's Final Fantasy. Like, and then they're like, Final Fantasy 16, PS5 console exclusive, and I was like, excuse me? Like, that was so <laughs> exciting, because, again, you don't know. Or like, last year, um, in the summer event that they had, when they revealed Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, I didn't know right. they were making a new Ratchet & Clank game. That's my favorite game series of all time. Like, mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, well, E3's off. Here you go. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, and I was working the second shift when that happened. I had to come home late at night and watch that fucking at like two in the morning or whatever. But I'm still like screaming in our living room because 
I didn't know my favorite game series was getting another game because I did not like the movie game. Like, but this was like Ratchet and Clank back to form. Like, it wasn't like some weird tie-in thing. It was then. It was after Into the Nexus. It was a continuation of their story. And I was like, holy shit. They uh, revealed Horizon 2. And I was like, I mean, I knew Horizon 2 was going to happen. Anyone with a brain cell is like, that game sold well. You're going to get a sequel. But like, it's still (laughs) nice to see that it's like, that's a big thing for Sony. You know, like Horizon's a big IP now. And that's like, I, that excitement, I want that for Xbox 2. That's that's why I was like, that's why this E3, I was most excited to see what Xbox brought to the table. Because if I get this excited about PlayStation's events and their exclusives and the games that I know that I play on my PlayStation console that I can't play anywhere else, I want that for Xbox 2. Because that's just more excitement. You know? Like, and this is the start, I think. Where they're like, okay... We, we know we did bad before, but we're trying again now. And again, this year, nothing really big. Halo, yeah, sure, but Halo 5 kind of left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And they didn't even give an official release date, they just said holiday. And with multiplayer being free-to-play, like you said, are they going to charge, charge full price for the campaign? Because will people even buy that? Like, um, But with things like Outer Worlds and Bethesda, Bethesda's games being exclusive now, like that's huge for them. But is E3 the place to do this now? You know? like I feel like at this point in time, every studio is going to have their own So, thing. okay, I, actually, I, this is what I wanted to finish with, is when we did our predictions of like what we talked about in the last episode, I said that I think this generation is the generation where we don't have a Microsoft versus Sony versus Nintendo anymore, and everyone is its own realm of what they do. How do you guys feel after this E3? Do you think I'm a little... Do you feel a little more confident in my prediction now? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because... I mean, Nintendo has always been their own thing. I don't think that they need to be at a conference like E3. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. They already have branched out from that. So it was only a matter of time before Sony and Microsoft did the same. And honestly, I I think separate would be better. That gives more spread out. Yeah. awareness for these new titles new things and it's not just all forced into one conference and all forced into a certain amount of time and and you're not overwhelmed yes. by 15 different pokemon snapping <laughs> like it gives people the chance to pick and choose where their developer where the thing is going to be it's like oh well xbox is going to do a once a month event yeah okay well maybe i'll be in june maybe i'll be in may because i see there's three other games that are doing this yeah not I have to wait once a year for my like small indie game to get any kind of attention. Yeah, and the only thing, the only thing I don't like about that setup um, with how uh, Nintendo does their directs and their state of plays is you don't know when they're happening until they're happening. Like That's the yeah. only thing I don't like about them. Because when state of play first started, I actually thought, I thought they said that they were going to do a once a month thing, but that has not happened. And it's been like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we're doing state of play next week, just so you know. Like... And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll make sure I'm tuned in then. Like, that's how Nintendo does it, too. They're like, hey, we got a Direct coming in about a, in, in next Thursday, you know? Like, and on one hand, I'm like, okay, cool. It gives them the freedom to be like, all right, we're ready to show you something next week. I'll see you there. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know when to be excited now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, where I like, this season makes me excited and happy, or it did, not, like, as much anymore. But it did, like Wally said, where like weeks leading up i'd be like make sure i take off work 
you know, request off that right. Monday and that Tuesday because it's a big event. I'm going to order some pizzas. I'm going to go to a friend's house. We're going to have a good time. We're going to, like, list out what games we're excited for. I'm going to make sure I put in the release dates everything. Like, it's just not that anymore. I mean, I did that for this. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and I listed out the games that I want this year that are coming out this year that have official release dates this year. <laughs> but there's a lot of things. But, like, for. if we didn't have the podcast to talk about it and if we weren't talking, like, doing this now would you have actually like tuned I, in as much as you did i i would have had it on the whole time still um but i would not on, but i would, would you have not been, like, have paid attention as much as i did now right exactly mm-hmm. like um like for ubisoft i would have tuned out for ubisoft i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like as much as i love them and i will defend them for the games that they make because i enjoy them regardless of whether or not they're samey um i still would have been like yeah uh, I'll catch the highlights or whatever. Like, right. Um, the the only one I like would have been like I need to watch are were Microsoft and Square Enix. Like, those are the only two that I would have been like need to. Um, I would have tuned into Nintendo regardless because I always try to watch their stuff because I want to support them. Yeah, those are my two big ones. And again, I only got really one thing out of Square Enix's that I didn't know about beforehand that was leaked beforehand. So take it as you will. So yeah, that's about all I got for y'all. I know we had a pretty lengthy discussion just now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Sorry, that's E3, Jeff. baby. That's, that's E3, baby. So I'm tuned to sign out if you guys are. I just have oh, one more thing. Okay. That is not E3. Okay. What is Blizzard doing? Oh, they just, bad oh, tease, baby. I, um, Gonna show you a character model. I didn't, yeah, they uh, they showed Baptiste's character model. That's, yeah. And they're making Diablo 2 Resurrected. Like, that's it. That's what they Can, showed. Like... I don't want an Overwatch 2. I want updates to Overwatch 1 and just continue on from there. I, I've been playing Smite for eight years now. And this is... And it's the same title, just Smite. And this is... You don't need a whole new fucking game. And this is my same issue with live service games, is that instead of just making the big updates, they're just selling a new game, baby. Yep. They're just selling a new game. But, it, hey, at least... At least they're uh, making it so Overwatch 1 and 2, they can play multiplayer together. But once Whoa. that happens, they're killing the tank roll entirely. So yep. Because you can't... It's going to be 5v5 instead of 6v6, so there's no more tank combos. So that's going to be... Just imagine cool. all those pros that are going to lose their they're jobs. They're going to lose their jobs <laughs> because that's the role they we play. We should definitely do an esports episode soon. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. And a changing culture behind that. Uh, that would be cool. All right. <laughs> well, I think we all got our respective social medias, the JFRO Loontards, the Corkscrew underscore 17s, the Wally for 1195. Y'all know where to find us. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Until, uh, until next time, this is us uh, signing out, baby. Bye. 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 Bye.